What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. Oh, welcome in, everybody. How in the world are you? Not sure where you'll be. Not sure what day it is you'll be listening to this. But thank you for finding it either way that you have done so. Calling today the podcast. Wait, no, hold on. Pod Simulcast on Nuga Radio 92.7. So if you're regular to the podcast only, this will sound considerably different than it normally does. And if you're regular to only the radio show on Nuga Radio 92.7 in Chattanooga, Tennessee, you will experience a different sounding show as well. Pretty much an exact blend of what a podcast and a radio show would sound like if I ever got around to doing such a thing, which in this instance, I have. My name is Brian Stone, and I am doing this on the radio Monday, December 28th, and uh, I'll do it again on Wednesday. Uh, Tomorrow's the 29th, so that would make it the 30th to wrap up my official duties on the uh, FM radio dial here in Chattanooga for the year 2020, and this will be a complete combined podcast of all all six segments, the two days of uh, radio. So some people might think that a podcast is just a radio show that's recorded for uh, downloadable consumption, and to a certain degree, maybe some of them are, but generally speaking, they are two very, very different things. So I will not be discussing too much, or anything for that matter, that's happening today on Monday the 27th or on Wednesday And most radio shows have specific time clocks, which you have to work within. And these are hard breaks, hard outs, meaning no wiggle room here at Nougat Radio 92.7. So it's two 14-minute segments and an 11-minute segment for each hour. So that's why it'll be chopped up like that if you're a regular podcast listener, which is basically how I do the podcast anyway. But I can sometimes go on for 20 or 30 minutes in a segment. In this case, I cannot. And I've gone back and forth on what I was planning for for overall content and the more that I've compiled the ideas it made the most sense to kind of take a look back at what we all generally speaking consider the worst year ever uh the year 2020 plenty of okay things happened as well uh but clearly not a lot is going all that well for most of us because of the pandemic I talked about it on the radio the other day, the last time I was on the air, final live day of the, of the month of the, of the year, that um, I had five Christmases in six days. And I was really excited about it because I don't get a lot of time off. Uh, usually over the years, I've worked the most in December. Uh, a lot of fill-in work, those kinds of things. Luckily, those days are behind me. I get to kind of dictate the hours that I work. I put a lot of time and effort into my career to be able to get to that point, and I'm happy to be there. So I was very excited to have uh, about five days off, 
and I was going to cram in a lot of different Christmases, most mostly of the same people, just in different environments. I won't bore you with who and where and why. Um, one was mainly just friends, and then the final was going to be what would effectively be last night, the Titans-Packers game. Of course, I don't know who won. Hopefully, the Titans were winners. Um, and then, without getting into specifics, there was information that led to contact tracing to believing that it would make the most sense that most none of these gatherings take place. So I went from five Christmases to about one and a half Christmases. And so my liberal friends who get so mad at me because I don't take this seriously or I don't seem to care uh, because I went to a wedding once or because I went to a concert uh, out at the stadium not long ago, I have people who are mad at me about this. To those people... Just so you know, I am trying and I am following along, especially when it seemed very necessary to do so. So on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I did nothing. I sat around the house and I drank gin and tonics, a little bit of eggnog, and I worked on this pod simulcast on Nougat Radio 92.7. So I am not completely disregarding it. I don't have the same level of fear and concern that my average liberal friend does. But just so everybody knows, that's where I am at. So, let's see. What am I going to do today and Wednesday? It might come across a little uh, unorganized and uh, out of order as I'm just kind of making it up as I go. And I'm at my home studio office area and I don't have a printer. So, I'm having to scratch it all out with my incredibly awful penmanship. It's amazing how my handwriting gets so much worse as I get older, it seems like it should be the other way around. But anyway, so um, I just got a timeline of the whole year. I'm going to focus on some things from Chattanooga that I'll throw in some audio bits here and there. Not a lot of audio, just, uh, well, I don't know. I might come up with more as I go along. I'm going to record this over the course of Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and hopefully be done with it by Christmas Day. That is the goal. So we'll jump right in here. I got a piece of audio from um, a very cool thing that happened back in January. This is the pod simulcast on Nougat Radio 92.7. My name is Brian Stone. So the the Australian wildfires feel like they were years ago, and that was really becoming a terribly dangerous, destructive, and awful thing at the uh, turn of the calendar from 19 in to 2020. Millions of uh, acres are burning. Thousands of people have to evacuate, and um, it's, it's almost like that never even happened in most of our consciousness because of so many other things that have occupied our attention this year. On January 7th, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued a travel notice for America's going to Wuhan, China. Chinese authorities had reported a cluster of pneumonia cases associated with seafood and poultry in that area of China. So that's the first whispers, um, or at least one of the first discussion of, hey, we've got a lot of sick people in this area in uh, January the dumbest thing that we've done in the last four years yes I'll say it the impeachment of Don Trump from the minute I heard about it I said out loud stop it stop this madness stop we have so much uh, of division within the Senate and Congress no one's going to go against the party the numbers already showed he was not going to be impeached unless there was a dramatic amount of shift from where the, where the votes we knew where they were going to go, or at least we thought we did, and it played out just that way. I think Mitt Romney 
was the only one that didn't go party line, if I remember correctly. Doesn't matter. They needed too many. They weren't going to get it. And an election year was right there upon us. Don't impeach the president. Run a viable candidate and defeat the president. Put your focus and energy there. And, of course, that predictably went the way that I knew that it would be. January 20th, the first case of coronavirus infection in the United States was a 35-year-old man who returned from China. Uh, Real quick, I'll play this. I was sitting around watching Shark Tank, one of my favorite shows, just a pastime television shows. And um, lo and behold, out of nowhere, I had no idea, Shark Tank came to Chattanooga, Tennessee to visit Chattanooga Christian High School because one of their students won a contest And uh, here's a a little blurb on that. It is the year in review, somewhat, kind of, sort of, pod simulcast on Nougat Radio 92.7. Earlier this season, Shark Tank announced a special sweepstakes for high school students. And the Sharks had a special surprise for the grand prize winner, Connolly. Hey, guys. Do you all know that Connolly won the sweepstakes? Yeah, Connolly. I've been watching Shark Tank for as long as I can remember. Every Sunday night, me and my friends watch Shark Tank together. We love it. It's such a fun show. In the future, I would love to start my own business. So this is definitely one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me. By winning the sweepstakes, Kylie and her family are going to be able to come out and visit us on set. But that wasn't enough for the Sharks. We wanted to come out here to Chattanooga, Tennessee and surprise the entire school. Let's give a big Charger welcome to the Sharks from Shark Tank. We're here to inspire the entrepreneurs of tomorrow. We want to get them fired up about starting their own businesses and being the next generation of sharks. How would you advise us as teenagers to get started? How many people here are on TikTok? All right, that's an opportunity. Go into a business that you think is doing business the old way. You show them how to activate social media. Most people out there that have several years on you are going to need your help. We need more young people to be entrepreneurs because they're the next generation of problem solvers. They see the world in a whole new light. Connolly posts a tweet and the five of us show up today. The impossible can happen. All it takes is one great idea. There is one kid sitting out there in a high school somewhere that's going to change the world. Great job, Connie. Well Thank you. This day has been incredible. To be able to meet the Sharks has just been an absolute dream come true. The message we want to send to these kids today is whatever they dream of, whatever they want to be, they can be entrepreneurs, they can be successful, and they are our future. It was January 24th when the host of Shark Tank visited Chattanooga Christian School. Two days later, Kobe Bryant and his young daughter and others were killed in a terrible helicopter accident that just shocked the sports world, and he transcends just sports. It shocked all of Hollywood, all of uh, American households, because he is one of the ultimate household names of this century in um, in the world of basketball. Just terrible, terrible story on January 26th. This is Nougat Radio 92.7 in the pod. Samuel Cash with the Stone on Air radio show and podcast collide together for today, the 27th, and Wednesday, the 29th. On January 30th, the WHO, World Health Organization, declares the coronavirus a public Health emergency, Trump bans travel from China with few exceptions on January 31st. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl February 2nd. Impeachment overshadows the State of the Union address. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi tears up the copy of her copy of the speech in that memorable uh, scene or forgettable scene, depending on 
how you look at that. Uh, let's see. Moving on into February, Bernie Sanders wins the New Hampshire Democratic primary on February 29th. Former vice president and now current president-elect Joe Biden wins huge in South Carolina. It was on a Saturday. It was one of those uh, such a convincing victory. I was watching it for an hour or two leading up to when the polls closed at, I believe it was 7 p.m. that evening. And as soon as 7 p.m. hit, it was that big of a win. The projection was already in. And Joe came out and had a speech. He had some energy that day. Joe Biden was my guy from day one, and he uh, he had a lot of things to say that day that made me very proud and excited for his uh, campaign to take off because it did just that. Everybody basically dropped out the next day. Bernie would follow eventually soon after that. On that same day, February 29th, the COVID-19 death, the first COVID-19 death is reported in the United States, though earlier deaths will later be reported as well. So it was the first one that was actually reported, but there was others at that time we just did not know yet. My goal opening this pod simulcast on Nuga Radio 92.7 was to get into March by the end of the first segment, and I have successfully done that. On March 3rd, Joe Biden sweeps Super Tuesday, gets 10 more victories, and is clearly at that point, we all realize, going to be the Democratic nominee for President of the United States. On March 11th, the World Health Organization declares the coronavirus outbreak a pandemic. And I'll put the brakes on it right there. Take a break here on Nuga Radio 92.7, the Stone on Air radio show and podcast hybrid coming together for two days, December 27th and December 28th here on Nuga Radio 92.7. About a week from where I'm at in the timeline right now, everybody's lives would change. Everybody's schedules would shift. Everybody's plans would would be altered. The way we go about everyday life would be drastically different. The way we look at one another, the way that we talk to one another changes to a certain degree as well. Kids will not be in school, or sometimes they will, or often they won't. Americans' homes will become their office and learning centers for their children, and our patience would be tried, as it still is today. And later on this hour, I will look back at a tumultuous summer with protests that would later lead to riots, a racial inequality, and police brutality. It started in Minnesota, then soon would sweep down to Southern California, Atlanta, Philadelphia, really all over the country as well, right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. As look back at the year 2020 on the Stone on Air radio show and podcast simulcast on Nuga Radio 92.7. My name is Brian Stone. Hang tight, and I will be right back. podcast listeners this is the first time i've ever done this in the four plus years of doing this podcast an ad a commercial inserted between segments uh, just really quickly i won't be ad nauseum about it i will mention a few times over the course of the final show of the year that i want to thank hemp house very very much they have been on board the entire last third of the year and have been instrumental in helping me expand the podcast brand onto the radio as well which is most of you know who listen regularly i am in love with radio i only like the podcast side 
side of things. So Hemp House is where you need to be for all your CBD needs. Have questions, you need to know more about it, they will educate you. They're not salespeople, they're educators and farmers and entrepreneurs. They have three locations, Tremont Street in North Chattanooga, right down the street from the radio station on Ringgold Road, and out by the Bilo in Ultawa. Bombs, tinctures, oils, lotions, they got pet products as well. They'll do curbside service and free local delivery. Hemp House Chat with 2Ts.com. HempHouseChat.com at 771-HEMP. Hemp House, Chattanooga's Valley's premier hemp shop. I'm in final production, and rather than redo the entire read, yes, I realize I just called the food city Bilo. Visit the Hemp House now. Stone on air on Nuga Radio 92.7. Uh, be on the lookout for the quarantine concert, and maybe it'll be a series. Maybe we'll do one every week, and we'll bring in a different band or something. I don't know. We don't have work. <laughs> we got to do something, so... Y'all let me know what you think and if you got any ideas, because we would love to see that. That is Clay from Strung Like a Horse. And at first I was like, damn it! <laughs> Stole my idea! Anniversary celebration. The showtime! And I'm ready. Let's go. What is going on? What are you doing? You don't ask. You tell. Your destination for Chattanooga content creators. I'm very, very excited. This is the Project 423 Podcast. Oh, no, it isn't. Not so fast there, my friend. This is Nuga Radio 92.7. It is the pod simulcast of the Stone On Air radio show and podcast on the FM dial in Chattanooga, Tennessee on 92.7. That was the open for the very first show of my podcast that I started, my secondary podcast, The Project 423, in March of this year. This is local band, former local band. They're not together anymore. Glowing Bordis. Appreciate you guys finding the year-end review show. My name is Brian Stone. So we are in March. I'm just kind of bouncing around throughout the year, mostly in order. It might be out of order a little bit, depending on how the clock rolls here at the radio station. I'm at home. This is Christmas Day, as a matter of fact, as I'm recording this. Had to blow off most all my Christmases. I had five lined up and only got about one and a half out of the deal. So real quick before we get back to the timeline, the Project 423 podcast was something I put together at the beginning of the year as a way to reach out to do more of an interview-based kind of um, programming, talking to Chattanoogans, mainly musicians, but not limited to just musicians, And it was just going to be an extension of what I do just because I enjoy doing it. And it just so happened it came together and was ready to start right as the pandemic was hitting. Had a great show with Strung Like a Horse as they did the quarantine show that the Chattanooga State Media Department came out and filmed and put an incredible internet live stream of the show. And I interviewed the band beforehand, had Nathan Gale out, Lord Taco to help do sound and video. It's on the YouTube channel. If you'd like to check it out, it was a fun show and there hasn't been a local music show since, (laughs) or if a local music show, only one or two in a very stripped down different kind of environment. And so kind of just said, all right, well, no reason to do a show where I'm trying to ask people who don't have any money to sponsor a show that's 
doesn't hasn't proven itself yet, and I don't even ha- hardly have anybody to actually talk to. Hopefully, in 2021, the Project 423 podcast will be able to live once again. So we made it into March on the 11th. The World Health Organization declared the coronavirus outbreak a pandemic. On March 11th, actor Tom Hakes announced he and his wife, Rita Wilson, tested positive for the coronavirus while they were in Australia. I can remember when that happened, people really, really started to lose their bleep about this. I, to, at that point, was so carefree on this, this situation I was like, just would you all just slow your rolls? Would you just chill the F out? Come on, man. Now, I was primarily wrong, though I think there was a little bit of, of truth in that overall mindset at the time, but I was technically wrong because I was a little bit concerned myself. I just tried to try to pretend like I wasn't, really, to be totally honest with you. That same day, the NBA suspends its season indefinitely as one of their players test positive on the 12th the nfl suspended its 2019-20 season indefinitely nhl and major league soccer suspend their seasons also uh, that was easy for the nfl to do obviously they weren't in season yet but they were about to have a lot of off-season events camps practices draft all of that so they put a halt on everything on that day as well also march 12th the ncaa cancels its basketball championship tournaments of course if you'll if you if you care you already know March Madness was just beginning, a, a favorite time of many people in the sports world. On the 13th, President Trump declares the coronavirus a national emergency. On March 13th, Breonna Taylor is shot and killed in her home in Louisville, Kentucky, by police serving a narcotics warrant in search of a suspected drug dealer. We'll put a pin in that, put a hold on that, and we'll come back to the unrest of that portion of the year in about a month or so from now on this timeline on March 16th, the Dow Jones industrial average falls by nearly 3000 points. The largest single day point drop ever. Governor Gavin Newsom in California starts to put a stay at home mandate on Los Angeles city and County. March 24th, the summer Olympics pulled the plug. So they will try again in the summer of 2021. March 25th, the Senate and the White House agree to a $2 trillion stimulus package, and it was very effective for a majority of the year and for many, many people. Not as effective for some and more for others. It just depends on who you ask. But from my vantage point, the CARES Act was a, uh, a very effective piece of bipartisan legislation that was only made because everybody was panicking, not because they were getting along or liking each other. We just got done with the impeachment hearings. They hated each other as much then as they do now, but because of the uncertainty of the situation, it moved through swiftly and got a lot of money to people who needed it, paid un- unemployment benefits for people who needed it, having their evictions, uh, a mort- moratorium on evictions. All this ends in a couple of days, by the way, all right? I don't know where we're going to be or when you're listening to this show, either on the radio, on Nougat Radio 92.7, or on the podcast, Stone on Air, all one word, search it out and download it anytime. Listen at your leisure, but this is all running out. This is all done in days from now. Evictions are going to start at a an amazingly terrifying high rate. I was just watching a blurb on CNBC with Shepard Smith. The numbers are staggering, heartbreakingly staggering high. The political system in this country should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. This is embarrassing. All right.
I'll move along from that for right now. Continue on with the pod simulcast of the Stone on Air radio show and podcast on New Radio 92.7 on March 26th. A record 3.28 million Americans filed for unemployment benefits. As we now move into April, the CDC recommends that everyone consider wearing cloth or fabric face masks in public. That's on April 3rd. On April 13th, the IRS begins sending out the stimulus checks. On uh, March 31st, going back a couple of weeks, I had just been let go from the, the another radio gig I had at Bay Hackle Communications. A really cool radio gig as well, Alt 98.7. I enjoyed working there, but it, was a, uh, it wasn't just me. It was six of us let go because of COVID uh, budget cuts and those kinds of things. It was an excuse to lay people off. But anyway, so that $1,200 was very welcomed by me at the time, as well as many others. President Trump announces he will suspend U.S. funding for the World Health Organization on April 14th. That's how long it took before things started to get contentious. Just about a month. That was like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Texas becomes the first state to begin easing pandemic restrictions in mid-April. And something else happened in mid-April that I find to be more important than anything right about now to at least look back and celebrate to a certain degree. On April 10th, I celebrated my 40th damn birthday right as all of this was hitting. And it was as depressing of a situation for me just to be completely selfish right now and make this all about me. I love the springtime. It is my favorite time of year. I, I get a new energy, a new lease on life almost at times, depending on, on how bad the winter went. And I'm miserable most winters. This winter is no exception. And all my favorite things happen at the turn of the, of the winter to the spring. I uh, WrestleMania, as I was a kid for all these years, I watched it every year right around my birthday. Baseball starts back. There's a live concerts start to uh, creep back in. Uh, I don't care a second about golf except for on Masters weekend, which generally speaking falls on my birthday week. Oftentimes, Masters Sunday falls on my birthday. The NCAA tournament is starting. It's just such an exciting time to be around. It doesn't matter how bad things are going. It always gets better. And this year, just like all the other year, or excuse me, like many other years, things weren't going well for me. And they only got worse when we got completely locked down and stuck in our homes. And mental illness for all of us was difficult. It was a really, really tough time. And I found this little thing I made for the podcast to kind of... Uh, I don't know, I guess morbidly celebrate or at least document this time. This is the pod simulcast of the Stone on Air radio show on Nuga Radio 92.7. This was from back on April 10th. This is um, today, starting today, is traditionally the greatest week in sports. The NHL and the NBA have their playoffs basically set. Baseball has started bringing energy to a tremendous amount of people who love baseball. Tonight, Monday night, this is the final game in the NCAAs. And then on Thursday, the Masters starts. And it's, in effect, the beginning of spring all around the country. It's the single greatest week in sports, and we have none of it. <laughs> we have absolutely none of it. They know what's coming. They, they already have got a sense from looking around this country, looking around the world, at how many patients are likely to become infected. And out of those patients, how many are likely to, to need a, to a breathing machine, a ventilator. So... You know, th these are, these are, uh, it's a tough time. That's why I don't read the newspaper. Because it's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. 
Where are we at in society today? Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! Pearl Jam have postponed the spring leg of their upcoming North American tour. The veteran alt-rock outfit made the announcement on social media Monday night. Why do we even celebrate birthdays? You haven't done or achieved anything that's worth celebrating. If anything, it's the anniversary of your mother's achievement. It's an almost arbitrary day. Okay, well, you might say, so what if it's just an arbitrary day? There's no better day for your family and friends to celebrate you and for you to be happy. Well, that seems weird. Did you think I was planning on being sad all day if it wasn't for the fact that it was my birthday? And if I did want to be sad for whatever reason, then you wishing me to be happy is a dick move. Hey! Shut up! I'm a man! I'm 40! I'm not a, I'm not a kid! And I forgot to mention the Pearl Jam show that was also on the week of my 40th freaking birthday in Nashville that I had tickets to. <laughs> bringing back such terrible... Memories. Yes, I'm not the only one to have a birthday during a pandemic. I'm not the only one to turn 40 during the pandemic, but damn it, I'm the only one I care about right now, presently on the radio on Nougat Radio 92.7. It is the Stone Iron Radio Show podcast simulcast here on the 28th of December if you're listening on the radio. My name is Brian Stone. Thank you so much for finding the podcast and the radio show. We'll wrap up uh, April here. Texas becomes the first state to begin easing pandemic re- restrictions on April 17th. On the 24th, the U.S. death toll from COVID-19 surpasses 50,000. April 27th, the U.S. coronavirus case surpassed 1 million, and worldwide cases top 3 million. That gets us into May, and if it weren't bad enough, everything so far, about uh, you know pushing halfway through the year, the U.S. faces invasion of murder hornets. Murder hornets which threaten domestic bees. I guess that's where the name murder hornets come from, but they look like, oh, they're devilish looking. They're terrifying looking. And I, you know, we forget, when you see this, you forget that the bee, bee population and their production of honey is so important to the environment and our ecosystem. I can't explain it any further than that, but that's what I've always read and seen over the years. So no news recently on where we are with the murder hornets, at least not that I'm aware of. But yes, of course, in the year 2020, we would have murder hornets. All right, we will park the truck right there for just a minute. I do want to apologize to the podcast listeners for having to hear some things somewhat repetitive. I know that's a little bit of an annoying situation because you sit down to listen to something and you commit and dedicate your time to it. You don't need to be told what you're listening to over and over again. And uh, But in radio, unfortunately, that's the way it works. You, uh, I'd like to think that people listening to this show listen to every minute of their lives and often joke that that's what everybody does. But they do not. And most oftentimes, people don't listen to much of it at all. So I uh, do, uh, do apologize for that. It is the Stone on Air radio show podcast simulcast on Nougat Radio. 92.7. My name is Brian Stone. Happy holidays, everybody. Hope you had a great Christmas. Hope the Titans won last night. I'll continue next. Things start to shift away from all things COVID-19 to all things protesting across the country. Things start to get dangerous in the middle of the year. Hang tight. I'll be right back. You're listening to the Stone on Air Radio Show.
on Nuga Radio 92.7. Another candidate is joining the race to become Chattanooga's next mayor. Today, businessman Tim Kelly announced his plans to run for the city's top job. He's the fourth person to officially enter the race. Kelly owns several businesses, including Kelly Subaru and Southern Honda Power Sports. He also co-founded the Chattanooga Football Club. Kelly went live on Facebook this afternoon to talk about what he'd focus on if elected. As we work to get out of this pandemic, we'll need a mayor who can lay out a big picture plan while also making sure our traffic lights, trash collection and roads work exactly like they should. Finally, I'm committed to bringing neighbors together to build a Chattanooga that works for everyone. Mayor Andy Burke will leave office in 2021 after eight years. We All right, welcome back in. It's the Stone On Air radio show and podcast simulcast on Nuga Radio 92.7. This is the latest from the Dead Deads. Letitia Wolf, the lead singer, one of my longest, oldest friends, one of my best friends. They're out of Nashville, technically based now. Incredible stuff. It was just the other day on Twitter, uh, Matt Pinfield tweeted uh, that he was hosting some kind of virtual show that he, with the Dead Deads in somewhere across the country. Matt Pinfield was a big name in MTV alternative music back in the 90s, a legendary DJ in a lot of, a lot of areas, a lot of walks of the entertainment industry. And uh, my old buddy Brad from his alt 92.3 station in New Orleans at tweeted me, which got Matt Penfield liking the tweets I was involved in. I thought that was pretty cool. Having kind of a little bit of a year in review show over the course of today and on Wednesday. Aaron on the radio in Chattanooga, Tennessee at Nuga Radio 92.7 and the downloadable podcast. My name is Brian Stone. On the front end there, that was audio courtesy of WDEF Television, and the announcement of Tim Kelly came around the middle of the year that he was going to be running for mayor of the city of Chattanooga. Since then, uh, Monty Brule is in the race. Uh, Kim White, I always forget her name, from the River City Company, Downtown Development Group, and one or two others. Those are really the only three that have any real chance. I'm loudly and proudly and unapologetically uh, putting my support behind Tim Kelly and hope anybody who lives inside the city of Chattanooga will do so as well. I live in the city of East Ridge, so I don't have a vote. But if I did, Monty Brule would be a fine mayor, I'm pretty sure. I know Tim Kelly would, and Kim White don't know anything about her, and uh, the election will be in March of 2021. Also, real quick, want to say thank you so much to Dwayne and Casey, the owners of the Hemp House. They have been the only company... The only company since my four years outside of the other radio station on the other side of the river that no one ever listens to anymore, and then my mostly podcast, and then just you know the, my now new relationship with Nuga Radio ninety two point seven. They're the only ones that have sponsored and actually you know sponsored me directly, not just being attached to something um, that was already existing. This came out of uh, you know completely organically, and I want to thank them so much. The Hemp House they have three locations in. Uh, out in Ulawa, they have one right down the road here in Ringgold Road and on Tremont Street in North Chattanooga. All things CBD, pioneers in the industry. I can't speak the jargon and the lingo and the expertise, but they can. They're not salespeople. They are uh, passionate 
farmers and uh, distribution of these products from tinctures, balms, oils. They have it to, to die for, and I'm not much into sweets, but a like an Oreo Rice Krispie treat. Oh my goodness, it's good. Uh, you get stuff for your pets as well, and they are also still doing curbside service and free local delivery. HempHouseChatWith2Ts.com, HempHouseChatWith2Ts.com. Give them a ring at 771-HEMP, 771-4367. Thank you so much to the Hemp House, and happy holidays to everybody out there. Hopefully you had a fantastic Christmas. Running down things going on over the course of the uh, world, in the United States more specifically, and a few things here and there in Chattanooga as well. Looking back at the radio shows and the podcast too, pulling some audio from some of those over the course of the uh, next, this will be the third segment, so we're almost halfway home. There'll be three more segments for the Wednesday show. The podcast will be all one piece, uh, back to back to back to back to back. So we are in May, and on the 8th, U.S. unemployment reaches nearly 15%, 14.7% to be exact, with more than 33 million jobless claims filed since the middle of March. This is in early May. On the 15th, the Trump administration announced Operation Warp Speed, a public-private partnership to speed up the development of a COVID-19 vaccine. And as we all know now, the vaccines are rolling out. And I will say, very good job, President Trump and the administration. That was on May 15th. It is now December 27th. My math isn't very good in my head, but that's seven months. That is an expedited situation if we ever had one. So very, very good job by the administration. On the 19th, 1.5 million confirmed in the U.S. with 90,000 deaths. And this is where things start to take a change and a turn for the worst in a totally different uh, area of unrest in our country and colliding the two together and really starting to get the divisiveness of this country getting really red hot. That along with the terribly contentious presidential campaign uh, by Don Trump and uh, boy, things wasn't that long ago. Luckily, it seems like things have calmed down a little bit. But mentioned Breonna Taylor earlier. That was in March, I believe, kind of in the background because of the pandemic. But this one was not in the background at all. This was right in front of us because it was caught on tape. Minneapolis police officers filmed pressing his knee on the neck of George Floyd for eight or nine minutes. And it killed him. May 25th was the day that that happened. And for the next however long, six weeks, eight weeks at least, likely longer than that. We'll find out as we continue to look at this timeline. It's hard to remember, even though it wasn't that long ago. Things got really a mess, in this, not just in the country, but right here in the city of Chattanooga as well. Uh, Chattanooga, I Can't Breathe Cha, was very, very active in uh, protesting, which started roughly uh, a few days, just in a matter of a couple days, in the city of Minneapolis. A state of emergency is declared on the 28th. And on the 29th, the police officer who had his knee on his neck was charged with third-degree murder and manslaughter. Those charges were later upgraded to second-degree murder. On the 30th of May, a state of emergency is declared in Los Angeles and the entire county of Los Angeles over the protests that were taking place in there. It would soon follow with curfews declared emergencies also in Philadelphia and Atlanta. That gets us through the month of May on to June 1st. President Trump threatens to deploy U.S. troops to quell protests. Of course, I guess his president is Proved you can basically do whatever you want, but generally speaking, us Americans think of our police force and our military 
as people who protect us, not fight against us. That never materialized, luckily. And that same day, also the photo op, the very strange, bizarre photo op at St. John's Episcopal Church, holding up the Bible where they say there was some tear gas or something to move out a crowd of protesters. I don't really care about that, but this is just a strange, strange picture of him holding up the Bible. It almost looks like upside down. I don't know. Just got a couple minutes left here on Nuga Radio 92.7, the Stone on Air radio show and podcast simulcast on Monday, December 27th. In early June on the 5th, the NBA restarts their uh, league in the, the season in the bubble. Protesters in Seattle on the 8th of June declare an autonomous zone, which I didn't even know what that was, but basically you set up your own little government. It was quite silly. Uh, and I think they did some of the similar things up in uh, over in Portland as well. On June 10th, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases in the U.S. exceeds 2 million. Protests in Atlanta pick back up after a killing of Rashad Brooks by a police officer. You can see him running away. There's video of that one as well. Now, it's the reason the Breonna Taylor one didn't come back up until later into the summer because there was no video of that killing. On June 20th, President Trump holds his first 2020 campaign rally in Tulsa. Baseball continues to go back and forth if they're going to play the season at all. On June 25th, a downward trend of coronavirus infections in early June start to get many of us getting a little excited that maybe this is going to start to fade away, and no, not at all. By the end of the month, and then as we get into the winter months, fall months, they continue to creep back up with 40,000 new cases on June 25th, the high for the United States. And that's all I have on my highlighted sheets for the first hour of the show. This is Nuga Radio 92. My name is Brian Stone. Thank you so much for finding this uh, radio show, this podcast. I'll be back live with you. Let me pull up the, uh, sorry, all the uh, calendar here. Back live on Nougat Radio 92.7 on January 5th. And um, I don't know when I'll get the podcast back in regular rotation. I was off for a few weeks. I just was really busy, just like everybody else, making a little bit of excuse to be sure. I'm definitely making a little bit of an excuse. But I will likely get back to, well, not likely, definitely get back to every Wednesday for the downloadable show. I just don't know when that first Wednesday will be. It, the chances are it won't be the first Wednesday of January, but um, I'll, uh, I'll let you know as things go along. So I hope your Christmas went well. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy birthday. Whenever that happens to be uh, on the calendar for your special day. And... Um, We'll do it again on Wednesday. So we'll put the wraps on this show today. Wednesday, we'll pick up in June. We've got some audio that I put together from local uh, protesting and coverage of it. About four-minute piece of audio that has all local coverage, which I thought was pretty interesting at the time, and I think it's interesting enough to play it again. So that'll be uh, right off the bat on Wednesday, and we'll continue to get through the review of the worst year ever, 2020. And... I mean, I'm so far so good on the timing. We're in June. We're one hour in. We're halfway home. Talk to you again on Wednesday. If you're on the podcast, talk to you again on the next segment. Again, this is the Dead Deads, the Titular Wolf, the Chattanooga Native. They are going places. I am in love with this band. And thank you so much for listening to this radio show and podcast. Take it easy. We'll do it again here soon.
What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. Well, hello everybody. Welcome in to the Stone on Air radio show, podcast, simulcast, mashup hybrid on Nuga Radio 92.7. Happy Wednesday, late morning to you in Chattanooga, Tennessee, located at the center of the universe. Ringgold Road. My name is Brian Stone. This is a hybrid Stone on Air podcast radio simulcast. Started this on Monday and then just running it all together as a podcast for the final download of the year. And as I put this together, mostly all on Christmas Day, it is Christmas Day night right now around 7 o'clock, I have shifted from White Claw to Gin and Tonic. I only had two White Claws so far, and now my first gin and tonic. So I'm doing fine. Drinking on the radio in the morning. Kind of, sort of, not really. Happy holidays. Hopefully your Christmas went well. Mine went not nearly as planned. I had a big time planned. Five different Christmases that all got boiled down to about one and barely a half because of some uh, contract, contract, contact tracing to uh, some potential COVID cases within family and friends. Uh, Nothing terribly dangerous, but just enough reason to say, okay, we should not continue on with our plans. Right now, I should be at one of those Christmas gatherings, one of my favorite nights of the year, Christmas night out in Ottawa at uh, friends that are so close to me and I know their family so well. They're basically family. And my thing is bring the eggnog. Uh, old Uncle Brian in the corner while all the kids are opening presents is, you know, spiking eggnog shots. And that's not going to happen tonight. And um, the other ones into the weekend did not happen either. But I still had a nice Christmas overall. Got a couple of cool things. Gave a couple of cool things. And uh, got some time off of work. So I was happy overall to have the time away from both the radio gig and the day job. Let's see. I want to say uh, thanks to Pimp House. More on them later on. I'll get you a full rundown of all the great things they do. But Dwayne and Casey, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy happy holidays to you, too. And thank you so much for your your financial and uh, emotional support to the radio show and podcast over all these years. Uh, Let's see. We made it through June as I'm doing a look back at the year nationally for the most part, but throwing in a few local tidbits here. I didn't get enough time to put as much research into it overall that I would have liked to. It's just I'm a one-man band here trying to put together radio shows and podcasts and do a a good job, and I do feel like this has turned out pretty well for the most part. I have decided that I'm going to have a podcast-only segment at the very end of this podcast today. It'll be, I don't know, 10 minutes or so of nothing you got on the radio show, so maybe that's enough of a teaser to get more people to download the show, search it out, Stone on Air, all one word. If you know how to download anything, you'll be able to find it. At the very end of the show, I will have my favorite version of Old Lang Syne to wrap up the year 2020. Is I am not generally here on Thursdays anyway, and then Friday 
will be New Year's Day, and none of us will be here on that day. Be back with you in January. So let's get back to it. Um, got through March and April and May, basically all COVID all the time, and then the killing of George Floyd in Minnesota sparked as big of a, a racial tension, dangerous riots and protesting that we've seen in uh, in quite some time. And the racial tension in this country just felt like it was about to explode at any given time. And that's pretty much where I am right now on the uh, countdown here locally. Quite a few very, very peaceful protests. I was at one of them and some that were not so much. Now, we're, we're the minor leagues on everything when it comes to uh, rating how cities do and don't do things, how they handle events and crowds and situations. So nothing dangerous like L.A. and Minnesota and uh, Portland and Philadelphia saw, but definitely uh, a little unrest occasionally in downtown Chattanooga over the course of a couple of weeks. And I compiled a bunch of audio here locally. Everything you hear in this next four-minute stretch is over a song by a guy named Andy White. You've likely never heard of him. I hadn't before I heard this song. It's called Very Fine People, of course, written in response to the Charlottesville comments from the president a couple of years ago, and it fit this narrative very well. All the audio you hear over the next four minutes came from local news coverage and just random people's cell phones that they posted on social media. This is the Stone on Air radio show and podcast simulcast on Nuga Radio 92.7 and look back at the year 2020. If the United States president say, if you loot, we shoot. Very fine people. As far as we can see, tensions seem to have decreased a little bit from what we saw about an hour ago. Um, we're hoping it stays that way. I'm trying to get an idea from Chattanooga Police regarding a game plan, what their plan is to keep this a peaceful and safe protest, but we're going to continue to follow this as long as it lasts. speaking with Chattanooga police for a couple of minutes to give you an idea of kind of what their game plan is. They originally wanted us to hold back, but now they're telling us we can move a little bit closer. And But as you can see, it's still a very active scene. There's still a lot of people around. Tear gas grenade. You gotta go. Go, go, go. Back up, back up. It's very fine people. 
There's a lot of leftover gas here. You can see it. Uh, definitely hurts the eyes. It's very fine, Captain Jerry Sutton, she took a knee with protesters down by Miller Park and it had the crowd stunned and very appreciative of doing that. And I spoke with her afterwards and she tells me that she felt called to do that. She wanted to do that. She wanted to show that she has the community support. She supports them and she wants to stand up for them. Captain, you're just now joining us. The protesters started at Miller Park. They've been marching throughout downtown. We saw they went through Southside. Now they're here on the north side toward uh, the Market Street Bridge, about to head up to the uh, Walking Street Bridge, from what I've been told now, actually. We matter. Y'all see us out here, we matter. And we'll be back. And we'll be back. And we'll be back. Very intense moment right there between a uh, protester and the uh, line of Chenick police officers. If you just heard that, all local audio from either people who had posted it on their social media feeds or local news outlets on Nuga Radio ninety two point seven. That was from protesting downtown, primarily in Chattanooga, back in June. As I continue on with a look back. At the year 2020, we're about halfway through. Need to kind of pick up the pace here a little bit. Putting the wraps on uh, June in, uh, where was it, Mississippi. The governor signs a bill to retire the official state flag that had the incorporation of the battle flag into the design. Something I have become much more staunch in the last several years. Get rid of the stupid rebel flag. Get rid of the dumb-ass Confederate flag. It's a bad look. Moving on here, the Big Ten says they'll only play conference games. So does the Pac-12, both in early July. Of course, later on, they would flip-flop back and forth on that. In, on July 10th, California officials announced that as many as 8,000 prisoners could be released ahead of schedule in an un unprecedented attempt to stop the spread of the coronavirus in state prisons in the state of California. In, the, in July 20th, NFL drops all the preseason games. On the 22nd, President Trump announces a surge of federal officers into Democratic-run cities following a crackdown on protest in Portland, Oregon. And in the defense of that decision, Portland, Oregon was damn out of freaking control. Out of control. I talked to some people who were out there witnessing firsthand. It was about time to say, all right, enough's enough, guys. Regis Philbin died on July 24th. Always loved Regis. Not many people didn't love Regis. He was 88 years old. And July 30th, President Trump suggests that the 2020 presidential election should be delayed, <laughs> saying increased voting by mail could lead to fraud. And, of course, we're here mail voting fraud and every baseless uh, accusation of fraud on a daily basis right about now. The next month is going to be quite interesting 
still don't think we've seen the worst of the where that trans transition of power and how it's going to take place. On August 2nd, as we move into the eighth month of the year, 2020, on Nougat Radio 92.7, just what we needed, wildfires to break out in California if they didn't have enough issues on the West Coast. The Apple Fire burned 20,000 acres in Cherry Valley and surrounding areas. Uh, more on California issues here in a minute with fires. More than 400,000 people primarily ignoring all social distancing between August 7th and 16th participated in activities related to the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in South Dakota. Keep it classy, Dakota. Uh, Joe Biden announces that Kamala Harris would be his running mate on August 11th. On, also on August 11th, Pac-12 and Big Ten decide that they're going to cancel football completely. They're not going to play this year. ACC and SEC says that they will play conference only. Now back to California on the 16th of August, thunderstorms trigger hundreds of wildfires in California, prompting evacuations as a record-breaking heat wave also is out west. By August 9th, it becomes the largest fire in California history, burning more than 1 million acres. And Death Valley hits 130 degrees, thought to be the highest temperature on Earth in nearly a century. Towards the end of the month, we get to the Democratic National Convention, a virtual affair, August 17th through 20th. And on August 19th, as I'll put the wraps here as i got to wrap up this segment here in just a second, Apple becomes the first U.S. company to be valued at more than $2 trillion. Eight and a half months in, got about three or four months left to get to. And this is the Stone on Air mashup hybrid podcast radio show airing in Chattanooga, Tennessee on Nuga Radio 92.7 on December 30th. And you can download this at your leisure anytime you want to listen to uh, the podcast. It's available for you. Search it out. All one word. Stone on Air. If you can download an app, if you can download a song, if you can download a show or a movie, it's just as simple to find this very fine radio show as well. Coming up next, a lot of Nick Lutzko, local guy, content creator, musician, and with lockdown and live music not a thing, he gets even more creative and potentially more lucrative for him as well. He'll be primarily the focus on the next segment. This is Nuga Radio 92.7. Happy holidays. Happy New Year, everybody. My name is Brian Stone. Hang tight, and I will be right back. That create things that what it will call "quote unquote" normal people couldn't do. Yeah. You know, they they it, that's what makes it so fascinating. Your mind has to be in a lot of different places that I would call the normal person isn't at. But you you live what if you look from a Facebook snapshot world, a pretty normal kind of life it looks like. I mean, and Nick, let's go, good old American boy over there. We got holidays and he's there with a smile on his face. Hey, family photo, all this stuff. Is there a figurative like switch in your head that you can flip and go into the basement or go into your room or go into where you've got your stuff and you can actually you know, kind of get into that place to create the, the music and the thoughts and the ideas? No, that you do? I mean, I mean how do you balance that? Because to me, it's fascinating. I don't mean this in any kind of way other than fascination. No, I got you, and I, I can see how that could come across. I don't, I don't like, live alternate lives or anything like that. I think a lot of people are um, 
a lot more creative than they give themselves credit for. That's probably true. And I think what it really comes down to, at least what it comes down to for me, is like just trying new things and then like continually forcing yourself to go out of your comfort zone and write songs you couldn't see yourself living or create a character that you've never you know what I mean like I didn't you know I look at someone like Wayne White and I'm like man how does he do that and then I go to Hobby Lobby and buy some crap and make some puppets that I didn't think I was capable of making and I learned his situation was pretty similar to that your silence is louder than you think it is Your island comforts you while others suffer. The time is running out to call this what it is. Your silence is spineless. Welcome back into the Stone on Air radio show podcast hybrid. Look back at the year 2020 on Nougat Radio 92.7. This is Nick Lutzko. My name is Brian Stone. On the front end of that, that is Nick talking with me. It's already been four years ago. It was Christmas of 2016 in my garage. He was playing music and we were chit-chatting for a podcast. And This is his song he released this year, Spineless. And I'll get back to the, you know, going down the timeline here in just a, a few minutes. I wanted to focus on Nick here for just a few minutes because it's fun and it's easy and it's worth doing. Uh, he's had a fun year that a lot of people in Chattanooga might not have even hardly noticed he is a musician performer content creator i think primarily he wants to be mostly known as an amazing and accomplished musician which he is but he has really taken off especially this year because of the necessity really overall to uh just making online content now it started three four years ago maybe even longer he's got the viral is uh is in his veins man he he puts something out there through different distribution channels some of which are not around anymore some of some of them are and now he's doing releasing these more independently he was getting millions of views for his little silly videos and you'll remember a lot of these probably if you follow along with this at all the alex jones spoofs and the trump spoofs and all those kinds of things well he's moved away from that to a little bit more original content he's getting wackier and funnier uh, really almost every time sometimes it's hard to follow and understand exactly what it is that he's doing but he's getting so much uh online traction he's putting out a what a collection it's going to be basically a new record in a sense called songs on the computer that'll be available to be streamed and downloaded january 7th according to his twitter page at nick Lutzko. And I just grabbed a few of them. So these aren't actual songs. Like these aren't. He didn't. He's not putting out an album of songs. He's putting out out an album of of just online bit content. You know, comedic in nature for the most part, for sure. But it does have a little bit of an inside joke on a lot of it. And and you sometimes don't understand what the joke is and might not understand why it's even funny. Uh, for me, a guy who knows him well, he's a post, close personal friend of mine. Um, I don't have to even get the joke to find it hysterical. And so I'm going to play three of them from this year that he's released on the songs from the computer that will be available that I just mentioned in January. And um, this one is going to make the least amount of sense, but it was one that really started to take off. Dan Bonjingo, I guess, is uh, some kind of right-wing alt news commentator type guy. I had never heard of him before this. 
And this was the first one that really, maybe not the first one, but it got the most attention from me. And I was like, who the hell is Dan Bonjinga? What is this? And um, here, here it is, Nick Lutzko, the uh, RNC song, the Republican National Convention. It is the look back at 2020 on Nuga Radio 92.7, the Stone on Air radio show and podcast hybrid mashup. but so good um i know if you don't have any idea who i'm talking about you're like what the hell are you doing dude <laughs> um so there's a some kind of joke that got running through his circles about the irishman since that long ass uh, scorsese movie with all the typical characters that he has in movies it's like three and a half hours long and he had some kind of gag bit running where he wanted to write the the uh theme song for the movie Irish man. He got the he called it Irish man when the move movie's actually called Irish men. I don't get the gag. I don't know where it came from. I tell you that to tell you this because it's incorporated into the next song I'm going to play. Eventually at some point he's followed by Chrissy Teigen, who's like a just an American model or maybe a worldwide known renowned model and she had unfollowed him and he wrote a song begging her to come back and follow him again. And this picked up, and he got all kinds of retweets, and she eventually followed him again and, and mentioned tweet him. It was hysterical. So even if you don't get the entire joke, which I still don't get the entire joke, it's a insanely catchy, fun little tune that got all kinds of viral all over the place in late summer of 2020. This is Nuga Radio 92.7, and uh, just called it the Chrissy Teigen song. It's been a hard year. Telling you I've changed. Chrissy, take it, please. You got me 
Oh, it's so damn good. It's so good. And of course, the videos make it better. It, it, it translates well here, but not nearly as well through the video. So uh, you got to add that element to it. Uh, he, he's kind of got this little gag where he's been making it being really spastic and sweating a lot and doing just really weird, weird stuff, really. And that's what he was. Some of it is. And that's what he was referencing that. I'm sorry. I took it for granted. I did the dumbest bleep imaginable. I'm sorry. I'll make it up to you. So good. So, so, so good. And so the final one here that I'm going to play for, he's got about uh, 12 to 15 of them on his Bandcamp page. The audio is for free to listen to. And then all the videos are free on Twitter and YouTube as well. It looks like I'm going to use most of his segment here on Nougat Radio 92.7 and look back at the year that is 2020, the Stone on Air hybrid podcast and radio show. Uh, his first targets were Trump, uh, emo Trump, back four or five years ago. Uh, I can't remember all of them now. I haven't l- listened to or watched many of them in years, and they got millions of views. Some of them are like 10 millions of views. And he doesn't do much. Well, no, he does political stuff, but not aimed directly at Trump all that much. I'm not sure if that was just from fatigue or just moved on to to different angles. But this is one where he finds a little clip that Trump says it's a news clip. And then he makes a one minute song called um, I just put it called it ass song. It's Nuka Radio protesters. You know what I say? Protesters, your ass. I don't talk about my ass. President Trump won't talk about his ass. President Trump won't talk about his ass. President Trump, we need to know. President Trump, we need to know. Tell us what you're hiding in your ass. Tell us what you're hiding in your ass. Transparent. President, probably in the history of this country. President Trump, we need to know. 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 President One of the many released this year, Chattanooga native Nick Lutzko on Nuga Radio 92.7. Absolutely fantastic stuff. My name is Brian Stone, the final show on the radio and final podcast for the year. Taking a look back at the worst year ever, 2020. In August, former Trump advisor Stephen K. Bannon is arrested and charged with fraud over a private fundraising campaign to build the border wall. Protests in Kenosha, Wisconsin after a shooting of 29-year-old Jacob Blake, another African-American killed by police officers, this time in Wisconsin. That's in the, on August 23rd. The National Convention, National Conve- ugh, the Republican National Convention, excuse me, is held in Charlotte, of course, of the virtual variety, except for the very end of it, not as much. Two people were shot and killed in one of the more horrific scenes that we've seen over the uh, summer in Kenosha. And this is where people were coming in from out of state, out of county, out of town, primarily what we now refer to as proud boys. I guess that's what we call some of these up there and around the country. I I don't know, but that's certainly what it appears. And really a bunch of good old boy, redneck white guys walking around with assault rifles, many of them, not even kind of trying to conceal it or make it anything other than flauntingly obvious 
Can you imagine what would happen if anywhere in this country if a bunch of black guys showed up with automatic weapons? That was a rhetorical question. One of the kids was a 17-year-old. You've likely seen this. Just walking around and then starts spraying bullets. Kills a couple of kids, a couple of people. It was uh, horrific to see and terrifying. Luckily, it I felt like things would escalate across the country even worse, which they did escalate, but I thought to a, a whole nother level. Luckily, it appears that that might have been the worst. Uh, let's see as I wrap up this segment here very shortly. On September 6th, California sets a new record for destruction by wildfires. 2.1 million acres are burning just as of three months ago. In the final minute of this segment, I'll tell you that the temperatures in Woodland Hills near Los Angeles rose to 121 degrees on September 6th. And then Oregon got in on the fire wildfire game. 4,000 homes destroyed, 1 million acres burned, up to 10 were killed. 10% of the state of Oregon were reported fleeing from wildfires. And that is the second-to-last segment of the year 2020 review. Look back on Nougat Radio 92.7. This is the Stone On Air radio show and podcast, mashup, hybrid, simulcast, if you will. My name is Brian Stone. I'll play my favorite version of Old Lang Syne to celebrate the new year and cram in as much left of a look back at the year 2020 coming up next. You're listening to the Stone on Air radio show on Nuga Radio 92.7. All I want to do is have some fun. And that's brought a feeling that I'm not the only one. I said, all I want to do is have some fun before the sun comes up on the Santa Monica Boulevard. So good. Welcome back in to the Stone on Air radio podcast mashup on Nougat Radio 92.7. Lockdown have us be like, right? That was uh, Richard Long, lead guitar player for the local band Opposite Box. He goes by Dick Long. Always funny, quirky, creative online. Great guitar player. And he was just bored and just labeled a dramatic reading of Cheryl Crow. (laughs) I laughed and laughed and laughed. That was at some point this year. Uh, Get bored enough. Internet's a fantastic place to kill time and do all kinds of silly things. And sometimes it turns out great, and sometimes it turns out completely foolish. just depends on where you are looking. My name is Brian Stone. This is the final segment of a look back at the year 2020. It started on Monday, and it was uh, today for this last hour or so. And if you missed any of it or want to hear portions of it again, the entire thing is mashed up together as one long podcast. You can find it by searching out through Google, Stone on Air, all one word. That's the key. You'll want to put those words together, Stone on Air, and anything I've ever done that lives on the internet will be found via that Google search. So let's see. I'm running out of time very, very quickly. At the very end of the show, I am going to play my favorite version of Old Lang Syne to celebrate the new year. And let's just get right back to it, running down a few of these. I'm just going to kind of motor through a handful of important dates since September. Ruth Bader 
Ginsburg, September 18th. Anybody who cared if they were being honest and paying attention would just, just fingers crossed that she could make it into the next year, that potentially another administration. Uh, and she's been in very, very failing health for a long time, and she passes away at 87 years old. The pandemic has led to a death toll of 200,000 by September 22nd. Uh, President Trump refuses to commit to a peaceful transfer of power if he loses in November on September 23rd. On the 26th, Trump uh, nominates uh, Amy Coney Barrett from the 7th U.S. Circuit Court. Uh, the, The New York Times reports on more than two decades worth of President Trump's personal and tax returns. This is on September 27th saying he paid $750 in federal taxes in 16 and 17. I don't know. I didn't pay much attention to that story. I don't really. Of all the things I care about, that's, to me, not one of them. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the NHL Stanley Cup, and virtually nobody saw it. A White House coronavirus is announced on the first day of October. President Trump and First Lady had tested positive as well as many others. He goes to Walter Reed immediately, and he is fine in the end on the 4th. For the first time in California history, they mail out ballots. Many states have been doing mail-in balloting for years. California was not one of them. On October 6th, Eddie Van Halen never was a big fan of Van Halen. As a matter of fact, I don't like their music really much at all, but there is no denying the immense talent and really revolutionary guitar style that Eddie Van Halen had. Kind of overplayed the thing a little bit, if you're asking me, but his influences you know, can't be denied. He died uh, with a battle of cancer, which I didn't know that he had, at the age of 65 on October 6th. On the 8th, the FBI announces that they have uh, thwarted a plot to kidnap 13 dudes. We're going to try to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Sometimes I wonder if those are one of those, this isn't really a thing, we're just a bunch of bumpkins talking on social media. I don't know, didn't follow that one all that close either. Lakers won the NBA final in uh, mid-October. Surpass 8 million, the 8 million mark of corona case cases, coronavirus cases in uh, the middle of October. As expected, the Supreme Court, as they rushed to, uh, to confirm the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett, that happened on October 26th. And the final date on October, in October, Stanford University study links more than 30,000 COVID-19 cases and 700 deaths to President Trump's campaign rallies. I'm not exactly sure how you know those kinds of numbers are are found, but that's what the as the president would call them, failing New York Times reported at the final day of the month of October. As we move into November, uh, the U.S. becomes the first country in the world to exceed 10,000 daily cases of COVID. 19. This is Nuga Radio 92.7, the final segment of the look back at the year 2020, a Stone on Air radio show podcast joint venture over the last uh, couple of days or Monday and Wednesday here, December 30th. Only a day and a half left to go of this wretched, wretched year. This wretched, wretched year took one of the best ever on television in a game show setting, if not the best. Alex Trebek uh, had pancreatic cancer and he'd had it for quite some time and he had been doing really good of uh, of battling it for a while and he still looked great on tv and he kept it together well and at 80 years old boy he's a good looking 80 years old too um he uh that that battle ended on november 
8th. The following day on the 9th, Pfizer says early data on its coronavirus vaccine candidate suggests the shots may be 90% effective at preventing the disease. The other big pharma, or one of the other three, I guess there's the big three, uh, Moderna, how do you say it? It's Modern with an A in it. Moderna, I guess, announces that its COVID-19 vaccine appears to be 94.5% effective. Then, not to be outmatched, two days later, Pfizer says, no, our vaccine is 95% effective. I don't know if there's a race here. I'm sure, like just any other field, there's competitiveness in um, in big pharma and, and, and science and laboratories. I'm, I'm sure there is. But uh, and we're now, as we, you know, we all know, they are being distributed and, and so far so good anyway. Only a couple pages left here. We'll wrap up the show, and I'll play my favorite version of Auld Lang Syne here in just a minute. President Trump on November 26th says he will leave the White House once Biden is officially declared the winner of the Electoral College. On the 7th of December, Universal Music Publishing Group bought Bob Dylan's entire, entire catalog, which spans 60 years, for like $300 million. I said it then. I'm still now. And people are like, oh, here's why. you can. They can now, they don't have to pay the licensing fees. Listen, how many songs, songs does it say? Oh, 60 years. I think it's like 300 songs or 400 songs or 600 songs, whatever it is. Bob Dylan has 400 songs that nobody not only hasn't heard of before, doesn't want to hear again. <laughs> Just like any prolific singer-songwriter or prolific anybody who distributes any kind of content, much of it isn't any good. And I don't know why you would want to buy it all at such an enormous number. Now, if you said his... 50 greatest selling songs or 100 most profitable songs off records, greatest hits, whatever, then I'd get it more. But you want all that junk he made in the 70s and 80s, 90s? Man, you can have that. Let's see. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration authorized the emergency use of Pfizer's vaccine on December 11th. And then the final... One on the list, the timeline. I got this from the Los Angeles Times, in case you were wondering. The Electoral College confirms Joe Biden's victory over President Trump. And that is all I got for you today, other than this. My favorite version of Auld Lang Syne from the Beach Boys. It is my favorite Christmas album of uh, all time, as a matter of fact. It is... I. I Really became to love the Beach Boys as a, at an older age, and I liked them a lot at a younger age. In the middle years, I thought they were sappy and silly and stupid. And um, my fondness for them as a child, and then my understanding of the the revolutionary style of their music and production and songwriting, and the genius minds of primarily Brian Wilson, but really most of the band. Um, I always love this version of Auld Lang Syne, so I'll leave it with you. This is the Stone On Air radio show, podcast, mashup, hybrid, wrapping up the year. I will just leave you with this. My name is Brian Stones. Radio station is Nuga Radio 92.7. i got to talk this one up for about one minute from right now, so I'll try to stretch it as long as I can. I've been doing radio now for 18 years. If you want to count two years you know, in and out of Chattanooga State on WAWL, you can put it at twenty, right at 20 full years that this is something I've been involved in as a supplemental, primarily hobby that I get paid for kind of gig. I've never relied on it for any kind of uh, uh, 
real compensation because I've never gotten much real compensation, but I, I have been paid and, and get paid pretty fairly in my later years, which is a lot of people can't say. And the fact that anybody listens to a podcast, a recording, a, a radio show, from the bottom of my heart, that I just it means everything to me. And thank you so much. And I've put so much effort into this, and it means so much to me. It's my favorite pastime. And the fact that you're listening to this right now just means means the world. So thank you very much. And I can't wait for 2021. More podcasts, more radio shows. Now I'll leave you with Auld Lang Syne from the Beach Boys. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and days of old copy that memo. Edstoneonair.com <laughs> Well, this is the cunning Carla and long limbs are north. <laughs> Where you been, baby cakes, huh? Haven't seen you around lately. Hey! Hey! We was, we was just there. That's a Times Square. Don't you just love New Year's? You can start all over. Everybody gets a second chance. It is the podcast-only segment, the James Taylor's Old Lion Zine. Listen to it for a minute. I appreciate you guys and gals' patience on this long podcast. I've already kept you if you're still here. About an hour and just shy of an hour and a half. And I know the repetitive nature of all the radio added stuff probably made it a little annoying. But uh, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being here. Happy New Year. Really crummy, crummy year for all of us. Some worse than others. But in the end of the day, most of us still live like kings compared to the majority of the rest of the world. All things considered, I actually had a pretty good year when I really sit down and completely evaluate it. Um, but happy to start a new one. 
That's for sure. And every year I got to remind myself, what the hell is Old Lang Syne? I know I love the song. I know we sing it every time the ball drops. So just in case we all needed a, a refresher, a reminder, Old Lang Syne is a Scottish language poem written by Robert Burns in 1788 and set to the tune of a traditional folk song. It is well known in many countries, especially in the English-speaking world, its traditional use being to bid farewell to the old year and the stroke at the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve. By extension, it is also sung at funerals, graduations, and as a farewell or ending to other occasions. The poem Scott title may be translated into standard English as, quote, the old since, or less literally, long, long ago, or days gone by, or old times. Consequently, for Old Lang Syne, as it appears in the first line of the chorus, might be loosely translated as, for the sake of old times. And it goes on and on from there, from the wiki page. So uh, I'm not going to keep you long here at all. I'm going to play you one piece of audio here, though, as I was throwing this together uh, from TikTok, of course. And it's it's fantastic. It is the reason why I get so frustrated with broadcasters who do not do any preparation or at least not not adequate preparation. And we have so many in this city who have plenty of airwaves who spend zero time prepping for their interviews and their segments, and it is infuriating. And the worst one in the city is Richard Wyndham over WTC. The guy is absolutely clueless. 30 to 40 years of just mediocrity. I've heard him interview people. It's like, did you have you ever even heard of this person? Like mostly local, you know, local people. Like this is this is asinine, these questions, and um it's just it's so amateur, it's so unprofessional. And it is so infuriating to those of us who cherish this uh, this medium so much. I found this is from um, whenever the B movie came out. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld, who is the main voice character of that animated movie, he's on with Larry King. This is about a minute. This will be the final piece of audio I play for you for 2020. And it's, it's the embodiment of what I'm talking about every time I complain about that. What is your favorite celebrity interview moment? How long? Nine years. 180 episodes. You gave it up, right? I did. Sir. They didn't cancel you. You canceled them. You're not aware of this? No, I'm, I'm asking you. You think I got canceled? Are you under the impression I, 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 I got canceled? Have I hurt you, Jerry? I thought don't, that was pretty well documented. This is, a, shows is this still down. CNN? Don't most shows go down a little? Most people do also. No, I don't. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I went off the air. I was the number one show on television, Larry. You were do you know one. who I am? <laughs> Jewish guy, Brooklyn. Yes. Okay. 75 million viewers last okay. episode. Who are you? Don't take it so bad. Well, that's a a big difference between being canceled and being number one. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. We'll be right back. Jeez. B-movie opens. (laughs) B-movie opens. Can we get a resume in here for me? B-movie opens tomorrow. It's so good. It's cringeworthy, embarrassing for Larry King. And I never watched a lot of Larry King here and there, just enough to get what he was doing. Never really quite my thing. Obviously, the age difference and the um, the way the media has changed from when his heyday to where it is now. But I I recognize him for his uh, the the pioneer, the trailblazer in a lot of ways of television uh, news magazine style uh, uh, delivery and distribution. But that's just unforgivable. Questions like that are just it's just it's so embarrassing. So anyway, thought that was good. Um, uh, one more thing on the way out the door. I FanDuel. I've talked about it on here before. It's my new um, interesting investment strategy, and see how long this lasts. I, I realize even after I put money in FanDuel, I still don't like gambling on games, and I still have yet to place a bet. But they're giving away these free bets. If you take the bait, and more people get an, enough uh, 
traction that they give these lines that are impossible to be met. So basically it's free money with the idea that most people are going to spend all this free money and they continue to put in even more money because most people generally in all walks of life have no self-control and degenerate gamblers are some of the worst. Well, what they don't expect is, is that a guy like me to start realizing, hey, you're giving me free bets. The mass bet is, the mass dollar amount is 50 bucks and it pays back 45. I won the first one. I bet with the Bills and the uh, Patriots today at minus 55. That means that's free money. So now I'm going to be up to almost $200. I put in 100 Now I'm to 200 I'm going to see how long I can keep getting away with this. If they keep having these promotional ones every uh, every week, I'm going to keep betting on them every week and taking their free money and let this pile up and just eventually cash it out. <laughs> Do you think that'll work? It seems like it might. For every one person that's doing what I'm doing, there's millions of others that are going under and plummeting more and more money into the accounts so i i don't know we'll see how long i can ride this out i'm not going to place a single bet i'm just going to keep taking all this free promotional money until maybe they eventually catch on or maybe they stop doing it uh, because it is a relatively new service and certainly the law just changed here in tennessee so i is it the best way to invest your money i have a feeling evergreen advisors would tell me hey go, just go ahead and put your hundred dollars in something else and don't mess around with, with a gambling website but I'm kind of having fun doing it. So that's all I got for you guys. Thank you so much. We'll get back to a Wednesday a regular, hopefully into 2021. That's the goal, as it always is. And um, I, I, the fact that you guys and gals have listened to this just means the world to me. So happy holidays and a very, very happy new year. And uh, cross your fingers that 2021 is considerably better than 2020. I have a feeling that it will eventually, but it's still we still might be in a it gets worse before it gets better situation but i do feel deep down it will get better happy new year we'll talk to you soon enough for old lane's eye oh.